Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on? Jason Liu here for a brand new episode of the business of feeling good. And today's topic is one I think is near and dear to a lot of our hearts, um, which is how do you break a bad day? And it's something that I'm having discussions with all the time with clients because they're going through very challenging situations. There are days that I feel amazing um, when I want to take on the world, get exercise in and be productive. And there are days that I just want to stay in bed, grab some ice cream and watch Netflix. So how do you manage those days and make sure that those challenging days don't turn into consecutive weeks or maybe consecutive months? Um, how do we figure out how to survive in this new landscape right now? And so what I wanted to share with you guys was I think one of the most important areas of breaking any day is the ability to recognize when you are having a bad day. And that recognition sometimes is the hardest part. I'm going to give you guys two strategies to identify it. And then hopefully you guys can take some tools, utilize some of the value we put in here today, actually apply it to your ability to have more consecutive good days. Because my belief, um, and this goes back to early days, there was a philosophy that I was really big on, um, a Japanese philosophy called Kaizen, which is the idea of constant and never-ending growth, continual improvement of oneself. And the idea was what you consistently do over an extended period of time is what I define as success, right? Or on the other side of it is what you consistently do over an extended period of time is the reason why you may fail at something as well. It is, it is those small disciplines, it is those small actions that really add up that make all the difference here. And so one of the areas that was really important for me early on in terms of recognition was actually learning how to meditate. Um, I ended up having a lot of challenges with meditation. And I can't even say that I'm necessarily very good or always disciplined with it now, but it's an area that I'm trying to improve upon. And one of the people that I, I got some really great instruction from was Jack Cornfield. Um, I ended up taking uh, an online class and he, the area that really helped me improve my ability to sit and to meditate was not just breath work and following my breath, but being able to name where my mind was wandering to. And the simple act of naming it quietly in my own mind made all the difference. And what I meant by that was I was sitting and I was meditating and all of a sudden grocery lists started popping up in my, in my head, like what I needed to get at Trader Joe's. And then I had to go to Whole Foods or whatever it might be. I could name it and say, thinking, 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 thinking. And I, the ability to keep naming it, what I began to realize is by the third or fourth time I named it in my mind, that the thought had already passed and disappeared. It was almost like on a train and it was gone. It was so big when it was close by, but as soon as it passed by, I had this peace again. And then the next thing would come up, right? It would be maybe self-doubt. 
worry. Maybe that I wasn't practicing hard enough or I couldn't do this. And so I then named it again, doubting, 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 doubting. What I began to realize is that ability just to break up that thought pattern, to not just get on that train and go down the path of all this doubt, but the ability to recognize it, name it. And as opposed to get on the train, almost watch it pass by, changed my ability to have a much more calmer mind. And I think in our day-to-day activities, it's so often that we are in these deep grooves, these deep channels that life just runs on, right? Our public transportation system, our, our, um, you know, our, the trains that we get onto every single day, we don't even think about, right? Before my wife, Maivin, came into my life, cooking was a very different experience. And I can remember that my family, there was like a Lou family salad, which had like lettuce and some uh, tomatoes, maybe some, some uh, uh, carrots in there. And there was always, for some reason, dried cranberries in there. And we do this uh, balsamic and oil vinaigrette, which balsamic is fine, but it was the only salad we made. Don't ask me why. Uh, it was just what we made. And so one day I was helping my mom. I made the salad. I followed the recipe and took it to dinner, shared it with everyone, and it didn't taste right. And my wife looks at me and she's like, did you taste it? I was like, what do you mean? It was like this foreign concept, right? Which I know sounds very silly now, but she was like, did you taste it? Did you taste the, the, the vinaigrette? And I was like, no. She's like, well, how do you know what it, that it was going to be good or bad if you didn't taste it? I was like, well, I just assumed that it was like balsamic and oil and that was it. She's like, yeah, but every balsamic's different. How do you know that you had enough of the right ratio? And I was like, oh, And so I had this new program. It was this old groove that I had found. Every time you make a salad, you just follow the recipe. Now Myvin had inserted this idea of like, you have to taste every step. Every balsamic is going to be different. There's different level of sweetness, different level of of savory, different level of acidity. And so your ability to combine these things is dependent upon your ability to taste it every single step. This is me being very silly. I understand, but it broke up the pattern of how I did it. So now every time I went to go make a salad, I was thinking, Did I taste it? Did I taste it? Did I taste it? And now I have better tools and equipping to making a salad. But the same applies when it comes to your own self-talk. We are more harsh and more um, aggressive, more unforgiving to ourselves than we are to other people. There are things that we say to ourselves in our own mind that you would never say to another human being right now. And some of your bad day is equated to the internal dialogue that is consistently happening in your mind and take it from someone that has a constant and never ending uh, cycle of conversation in their mind. Uh, These are tools that I am still trying to get better at on a day-to-day basis here. But I had a client this morning and she had just lost her job three days ago. She had been in uh, outside sales and obviously being in a new environment, there are a lot of companies that are trimming back down to try to figure out how they're going to navigate this new environment um, and this new space. And so her mind was reeling in terms of, I have a finite amount of money. How do I pay for my apartment? What am I going to do? How am I going to put food on the table? How do I support myself? And it was just like this, as soon as the mind went or as soon as the train took off, it was just like, it was gone down a, a rabbit hole. And so one of the exercises that I encouraged her to do was to take some time and every morning dump out everything you felt onto paper. Because once it's down on paper, it's really easy to begin to see what it is. It's a hard act to actually set aside the time to do this, um, but to just free flow, write it all down. All the fears, all the anger, all the frustrations, whoever you want to blame, it doesn't matter. It's just on paper. And so she was open enough to be able to take the exercise on. 
And what we found was there was a common thread, right? The common thread was, I don't know how to, and then insert whatever the problem was. And it was kept showing up. Like every few lines was, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And so we started this process off really simply. And I said, look, every time the thought is, I don't know. If you were coaching yourself, right? How would you change that thought into something empowering? And her comment was, I have the tools too. I said, that's great. Um, I said, for me, that line is always, everything is figureoutable, or I can figure this out. No matter what the problem is, I can figure it out. Everything's figureoutable. And so what we did was we had her take her phrase, right? I have the tools to figure this out and put it on her. Um, so we took a uh, non-permanent marker, dry erase marker on the mirror, and she wrote that out. And the whole idea was every time her mind starts to spiral, now she has a pattern interrupt. Now something breaks up that thought process. She's like, okay, I'm going to ask my mind, everything is figureoutable, or I have the tools to figure this out. What would I do? And now it's a completely different thought process that's going through your mind. It's now I'm trying to figure out a solution right now, as opposed to I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I can't do this. And it just takes you down that train. Does that make sense? And so that simple pattern right now, you might be having currently right now in a dialogue with yourself. So if you're open to the experience and you're having a challenging day, or maybe you just had a tough week, I would encourage you to find a quiet spot and whatever you're feeling, whatever experience you've got to dump it down on paper. Now, some of you guys are like, I'm not writers and I'm definitely not either. So one of the things that you can do is grab your phone and record yourself. So if you're by yourself or in a quiet room, you can just take all your thoughts and just pour them all out into your phone, much like a diary. You don't have to publish it. And you're not going to share it it's just for you to see. And what you're going to begin to realize is there's a lot of dialogue. I don't want you to filter it, but I want you to go back and look at it and be like, there's a lot of dialogue that I'm saying to myself that's very disempowering, that's very judgmental. And all I want you to do is pick one that keeps coming up and write it down and say, if I had to change this, if I had to change the phrase into something empowering, which might be, how do I figure out the solution? Who knows the solution? Who would I have to become in order to solve this? Any question that's different than I don't know how is a better one. It doesn't have to be perfect right now. And I want you to put that up somewhere where you can see it. it could be in your wallet, it could be on your phone, it could be your phone's wallpaper, it could be on your you know, bathroom sink uh, mirror, wherever but it's something just to break up that moment of I'm going on this doubt train and it's sending me on a bullet train right now to a place that I know I don't want to go to. So if you have time, I would encourage you guys to take on this practice. And in addition to this, you can do other things too, obviously, right? You can obviously prime yourself. I know that on the days that I have better days, I know that I'm limiting the amount of time that I'm scrolling through my phone or going through news cycles or scrolling through, you know, Facebook or Instagram of friends pages that probably don't have the healthiest mindsets. Um, so you have an ability to obviously not look at those and decide to focus on something else, a book, a podcast, a course that you're learning from a, uh, you know, someone that you're reaching out to that's got a positive outlook all those areas priming your mind before you be, you go out to try to be productive or impact someone else makes all the difference. Um, also, sometimes getting out of your own way, focusing on yourself sometimes is not always the 
best approach. Who else can you go out there and serve if there's someone else that you can help or give to? Um, and sometimes it's just grace and have fun. Like sometimes we just have bad days and we need to go do something for ourselves. Um, I find as parents, we're always giving, maybe it could be to spouse, could be to family, could be to our children, could be to everyone. And you're the last person on the list right now. So maybe it's, I need to, you know, mommy, daddy needs to take, you know, an hour, 30 minutes, 15 minutes where you lock yourself somewhere in the house or somewhere quiet or go for a walk or do something during self-isolation here. That's fun for you. could be, shoot, it could be ice cream and Netflix if you really want to. It's just not an everyday thing, right? But something that's going to be fun and give yourself some grace about this, right? This is completely new to all of us. None of us could have expected what was happening and we're doing the best we can right now. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but you taking care of yourself, asking these questions, and shifting the focus is one of the best things that you can do at the moment. And finally, if you just had a tough day, it didn't go out, you didn't work out properly, it didn't do you know anything near what you had hoped, there's something about getting a great night's sleep, planning your next day out of like, here's when I'm going to do this exercise of journaling and getting my thoughts out, or here's when I'm going to listen to a podcast tomorrow, and knocking out just simple, easy, basic steps that are going to lead you in the right direction. The next day, you do the same thing. And the next day, you do the same thing. And slowly but surely, you dig yourself out of this place where you are so hard on yourself. So I hope you guys got something to add to the tool belt, something that you can extract from today's conversation and add to your life. Um, If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to hear from you. If you have other ideas that have worked well for you, I'd love to hear that as well. So come find us on the DMs. Send me a message here on Instagram. Um, I'd love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this process here, please rate and subscribe to our podcast. Um, we've had so many great reviews thus far. So thank you guys for tuning in. Again, my name is Jason Liu, and I will see you guys on the other episode. Cheers. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going. And it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.